This is Heroin Addiction, presented by That Time I Got Reincarnated in the Same World as an Anime Podcaster. In this series, two men in their 30s will be discussing comics for young women. <laughs> I'm Isekai Sensei-sama, aka Brad, and I'm joined by Bento Baggins, aka Ben. Hello. I will not, I will not use my traditional Japanese greeting because we are reading Korean comics today, <laughs> and I speak... I was going to say not a word of Korean, but I know how to count from my Taekwondo days, nice. but I don't know how to pronounce it because I was taught by a German man who also didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> so I've been reading uh, Jose and Shoujo Manwa and manga for a while now, and uh, Ben got a taste of some of the worst of my list a little <laughs> while ago. However, he was intrigued, uh, and so I selected a bunch from my list that I thought he'd like. And we're going to discuss one a month as a bonus episode. So, Ben, why don't you uh, tell us which series you picked for our inaugural episode? Yes, so I picked uh, Kill the Villainous. I, I sort of flipped through. I read the first page or two of each of these, and, and this one caught my eye. Hmm. It I, I enjoyed um, the main character's name. I think that's why I picked it at, <laughs> at the end. Her name is Eris Miserian. Which is is so edgy, so Lincoln Park. <laughs> I I really liked it, but like I've I've read a bunch of shoujo manga. Like you know, I'm a big fan of Sailor Moon and uh, Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant and all that. I haven't really gone into this um, this modern web comicy, cell phone comicy uh, mm. genre that a lot of the manhwa seems to be. Or is that just what Bato is? Uh, I I think that's probably mostly Bato because there's there's a lot of other you know webtoon kind of ones that are not for you know young women. One of the most popular ones, uh, Solo Leveling, is actually getting an anime. Hmm. Um, and there's uh, there's there's quite a few that are that are very popular, and I imagine they'll they'll be if there's not already ones that have an anime, there there will be a lot more that do so. Yeah, I have to admit, I always saw comics like this, and I kind of assumed they were just sort of like ads for cell phone apps, like shady <laughs> cell phone apps, because they have that kind of art style that's in all the uh, the weird cell phone games you see ads for on YouTube. I think it's actually the other way around that the that they copy the, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I'm surprised by how good it is. I mean, we should probably jump into it, but. This doesn't have anything to do with the specific comic. It's just like, this is not something I ever would have read on my own. And Well, and and to be fair, like I, I, I got into the manga side of it. Um, and then the place that I was reading manga went down. Um, and I had picked up a couple like villainous uh, Otomo game uh, manga, but not like a whole lot of them. Uh, but when that site went down... And I was like, what am I doing? Well, I don't have anything to do uh, is when I found the other site, Bato. And since that's mostly these uh, Jose and Shoujo Manwa, um, you know, I, I started reading a couple of those and I was like, oh, this this scratches the itch. And I just like <laughs> dove headlong into it. I could see it. I could see it. It's It's a lot better than 
I thought when you started showing me this, I was like, this is, this is something that only, only those deep in the, in the dregs of addiction could possibly enjoy. <laughs> this is, this is the drinking, uh, mouthwash of, of comic book addiction. Well, but... that's certainly the other ones that you read. <laughs> yes. I can tell you that. <laughs> but no, it's actually, um, it's just a format I'm not accustomed to. And I'm, it turns out I'm just an old man who didn't want to try new things. <laughs> All right. So to jump into this one specifically, uh, I'll go ahead and, uh, I'll read the summary here for everybody. Eris Mazarian just wants to die. Being overworked and underappreciated in the real world wasn't great, but living as the villainous in a romance novel is even worse. If Eris can die in the novel, she might be able to return to reality, but the story won't let her. Desperate to escape a life as the protagonist's tormentor, she sets off on a journey with the help of a witch, a knight, and a high priest. Can she find her way back to her friends and family, or is Eris doomed to a fictional future? So, can I tell you the things I like about this that are a problem for me in other isekais? Yeah. So, first off, I like that she doesn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something that, uh, you know, a lot of traditional isekai, uh, the protagonist is just like, well, this is pretty Gary. And they might have like a couple minutes of like, oh, I can't ever go back to my family. Oh, no. What am I going to And then just like move it's, on. It's the Futurama joke. I'll never see any of my friends and family again. I'll never see any of my friends and family. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I like that she does, she doesn't want to be there. It creates conflict right off the bat, which is good storytelling. And I like that they do something with the isekai thing. It's not just an excuse to uh, world build. It's that she this this is a story that could only happen if the main character suddenly realizes everything's bullshit yeah i mean she doesn't really take any any liberties with her her like real world knowledge or anything it's basically just i know how this story goes and how do i get out of here yeah, it's literally like if you were rooting for the villainous in a romance manga, what if the villainous suddenly like woke up and saw what was going on around her? Mm -hmm. Saw that the girl she was fighting with, the, the protagonist, was not actually the enemy. And that it turns out that the enemy is, is the, the boy they're fighting over. He's the, he's the dick the whole time. Well... <laughs> And well, for this one, I mean, it's, it's not even that. I mean, the prince is trash. He's, he's a trash yes. person. He doesn't deserve love. He should go curl up and die. Um, but, but I'd say the, the antagonist in this is the world itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. She, well, but she is getting kind of involved in the, little political machinations of the world like the the emperor playing games and and the conspiracy around him being just like totally ruthless killing his own son over a conspiracy and she's kind of like playing politics and and being a confident uh i don't know kind of 
she, she moves people around a bit more than the original character probably did. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that. What, what's interesting to me is she's doing all these things while still trying to escape. Like, yeah, this is the side quest. Yeah. Like (laughs) she's, she's basically being brilliant accidentally. It's not accidentally. (laughs) She's definitely doing it on purpose, but like as a side thing, you know, it's just like my main quest here is I can't die. So I'm trying to find a way to die so I can go back to my old life. But in doing so, I'm here's all this stuff that I'm going to do. Yeah. So like the, the character Eris Mazarian in the novel was meant to be engaged to a prince. Uh, but that prince falls in love with a less ambitious commoner who they were, they were childhood friends with and Eris that's just sort of drives her mad and she eventually winds up getting executed or something. Yeah. It's a, it's a, the original story is the classic uh, rags to riches story for the heroine where she has to have this foil and, you know, it's a romantic love story. But as soon as we're dropped into this and we see it from Eris's perspective, it's like, oh, there's more going on here. And it isn't all like sunshine and roses for the, the original heroine and, yeah, it's doing it's doing kind of two things. It's doing the um, the isekai bit, but it's also doing that like, and I assume this is what most of the villainous stuff does, the the wicked or maleficent um, turn a, turn the fairy tale on its head. The villain was a real person, right? Yeah, who, and it's what I find interesting about that is that there there's like there's the original trope of you know the commoner who becomes a princess and the evil, whoever, uh, the villainous that's going against her. That's like the old trope. Now we have the new trope of, Oh, the villainous is actually like the, the, the good character and something else is going on. And of course there's different ways that goes. She either befriends the heroine or, you know, she finds out the heroine was actually bad and is doing bad stuff. And I like this one because it sort of takes that even a step further to say like, okay, you've got those tropes, but what if she doesn't, the villainous doesn't want to be there at all. She's not trying yeah. to like actually get love or anything. She just doesn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's the Eris Mazarian part. That's like the, what I would call the wicked or, uh, you know, Maleficent, whatever version mm-hmm. of that you prefer. So you, you have Eris Mazarian kind of waking up and be, becoming a well-rounded person, not just a villain. And then you have the unnamed woman inhabiting her body who is just done with all this and wants to get out of there. But she has read the novel, has presumably read novels like this, and so she's able to become this political mastermind and I don't know, I, I haven't gotten super, super far into it yet, so I don't know how much they do with that. But where I'm at fairly early on in the story, it seems like she's encountering all the major political players, figuring out what their deal is, and then sort of just telling them about themselves. Like, she's she's pointing out to the prince that, you know, 
you're not going to paint me as this villain trying to come between you and your lover. You know, you're the one who got engaged to me. Your family dragged me into this. And now you're going to treat me like shit because I'm stuck here. And and she, she kind of turns everything on its head. And I, I like that too. And it's almost like though she just wants to get out of there, she kind of can't help herself, but like Mm. participate and going along with that. I don't know if they're doing this on purpose or if I'm just reading into this because I've decided it's a, a shoujo manga or manhwa. Uh, They're setting up like different potential ships almost. Cause like you find yourself not, wanting her to be mean to the protagonist you hate the prince well right and so and i wonder if this is maybe you're just not far enough into it but i i never really like besides the the main one that the series is obviously pushing you towards which is eris and her knight anakin yeah i never really got any ships from anyone else like i felt like there was a ship between like a potential ship between her and hubris. <laughs> I, I think that one is more like it's supposed to be an unrequited love. Like okay. in the original series, they were against each other, but when they meet now, uh, hubris is, is definitely like he's smitten and he doesn't understand his own feelings and everything. Mm-hmm. But from our perspective as the readers, it's more like, well, no, you, you're just doing this because you're selfish. We don't want you around Eris, even though you like her, because you're, cause we have the knowledge from the original series where he was, he was portrayed as a good guy, but now that you have Eris's perspective, you're like, oh, he was actually bad. Like, he did a bad thing. He could have helped. He could have fixed the situation, but he, like, distanced himself. Yeah. Yeah, and this isn't a ship, but then you have the witch who's helping her. Yeah, I mean, uh, realistically, the the there's there's only a couple characters, at least that I like. So that would you know, Eris. <laughs> there's um, I do like Helena. That that's a sort of that's a thing that has to grow because you start off with like, why is she like acting like this with the prince and everything like, like doesn't she know her place and everything and then you come to find like oh she's actually in a horrible position and so you feel bad for her and you you want her and Eris to become friends and like deal with yeah, their want, problems together yeah you want them to team up and somehow like right. get rid of the prince and take over the kingdom even though you know like there's enough edge to it that there is real danger and and that's another thing i like that's that's not typical of a lot of isekais where it does now i'm sure she has plot armor and it would be a very short story if she died well she has literal <laughs> plot armor that's that's part yeah. of the point <laughs> and, and that's probably why yeah that enables her to be super confident because she's like go ahead well, right. and try to kill so, me maybe this time it'll work yeah after the <laughs> after the first you know four attempts or whatever she's just like oh i see how this is going i can do whatever i want because screw all of this what are you gonna do but there's still i think there still is some edge in that like bad things could happen to her she could still get thrown in jail she can she can get tortured you know it's and and it's 
a real enough world where the, like those things happen mm-hmm. and the people she's playing with are the kind of people who would do that. It is an interesting sort of balance to, to have with that where it's like, I'm okay if you try and kill me, but that's it. All the other bad stuff I need to avoid. <laughs> yeah, I need to maintain my position. I need to maintain my relative comfort because you know I don't want to be a beggar or anything in this world. Right. That's no one's fantasy. But yeah, I, I like that dichotomy. It gives it's it's a sense of it. It maintains the power fantasy without leaning too far into it. Yeah, and it you know because it's this romance story it's also a little bit more subtle the I, I think i'm more into the the jose or shojo isekai thing because the power is more subtle yeah it's, it's the it's the power of knowledge rather than the power of magic yeah and she like they have to find interesting ways to use it it has to be character driven it has to be like play out in witty dialogue and relationship manipulation yeah and rather than you know i got reincarnated in a new world as a level as a max level (laughs) multi-classer well as i've mentioned before (laughs) my my top rated ones are are ones that have something extra to them there's something intriguing about it. It's not just a power fantasy. And most of the ones on this list, if not all of them, are like that. There's something intriguing about them that will make it so that the isekai part of it is almost irrelevant. Now, in this particular case, Kill a Villainous, the isekai part of it is extremely relevant. As it's a central plot point, and it stays a central plot point the whole time, which is another thing that a lot of... <laughs> Uh, isekai manga they they sort of just drop the person in there they talk about how it's an isekai for like two minutes and then (laughs) guess what now it's just a regular fantasy yeah it it really does feel more like a soap opera like it's it's a drama that you could see on tv without really being included in the isekai genre Mm -hmm. they gloss over it now if it were a real if it were not an isekai, they would have to spend more time on how she got there. Like, what what magic caused her to be in this other world? Because right. that's, that's an uncommon thing to happen for people who aren't fans of isekai. Yeah. <laughs> but since we have a close personal relationship with Truxon, <laughs> uh, you know, we just tend to gloss over that. It's it's really interesting because I'm I'm so into all of these... Um, these romance Otomo game villainous things at this point, but like, I don't like other romance drama stuff. <laughs> like you, you mentioned soap operas. Like I hate soap operas. I would never watch a soap opera. I don't like romance novels. I don't read that kind of stuff, but I something find... about these just draws me in. And I don't know I what think the exact there's a hook. Like, when I say soap opera, I mean, yeah, there is the, like the elements of like the young and the restless or days of our lives or something like that. But there's also, 
I think when I say soap opera, I'm really meaning melodrama because a lot of other things incorporate soap opera elements. And then after you get into it, you realize that you've long since stopped caring about the hook that got you in Mm. and you're totally engaged in this for the character drama and that things I would include in that are like wrestling (laughs) and um, uh, even though like for kids, the, the stuff that got me probably into sailor moon was initially I was really into power Rangers (laughs) and sailor moon, like they, transform into their costumes with their different colors and their different little powers. And, uh, I, I could come into it for that fight against the magical bad guy, uh, who also has different colors and different costumes and summons monsters and, and has schemes that they have to interrupt. But what you're staying for is like, Oh no, Ami fell in love with a yokai and <laughs> tuxedo mask doesn't remember her anymore. And, <laughs> He has amnesia. <laughs> they literally do that. <laughs> and that's what winds up happening with this is like, okay, I'm in here. Yeah, yeah. I'm cynical about romance novels too. I, I, I want to escape the romance novel too. But like, so what have you got with that dragon knight? What what have <laughs> you stopped being mean to Helena? <laughs> what, oh, hubris. I feel so bad for him. He's... he's <laughs> I don't. I do not feel bad for hubris. I love though uh, a thing about the art is I can instantly tell who is going to be part of the main cast because they're <laughs> they're they're not old or ugly. You know, you say that. Um, however, the uh, the maid who is Eris's maid, mm-hmm. who's like not in it a whole lot. But she's got that very plain art style, even though like she's yeah, actually... she's kind of one of the cast. Yeah, yeah. No, the main cast are all like super character designed. Well, as far as this art style allows, I mean, it's it's a pretty. I don't know if there's a name for this art style. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 fairly consistent with other manhwa. Yeah. However, there's definitely a scale for manhwa art. And this one is is pretty near the top. It's it's pretty good. Um, it's not as good as some of the other ones I've seen, but generally speaking, and I think I think manhwa have a problem with speed where like they're putting out chapters every week mm-hmm. as opposed to a manga that's probably like once a month. A lot of manga go week to week, but they have teams of assistants. Right. This strikes me as one person doing a webcomic. Well, a lot of these, they're going to have an artist. They might have a separate colorer. Uh, They have an editor. They have a writer. Um, So this is what I was going to talk about with the art. Um, There's a certain, like, I don't want to say cheapness, but that was sort of my perception when I said it looked like the cell phone game. It, It looks like... And what you're saying makes sense. It's probably due to the speed of production. It's not necessarily bad. Like I have read versions of this where like anatomy and proportion is wrong. That's not the case with this. All the figures are rendered very well where it looks probably, I assume maybe not cheap, but like mass produced is in the, um, there's, there's a very 
like almost character generator way the faces are put together. Like you have so many options for eyes, you have so many options for hair. Oh, you know what? I th- I think I have an answer for that. I, I don't know this a hundred percent, but I believe, and because you can see this with like a lot of the backgrounds and stuff, they they grab three D assets. I'm pretty sure, and this is something I've I've read before. There is a specific site that has three D assets where the manhwa artist will grab assets from. There's a, a running joke because the same castle shows up. In I've one, noticed that, and uh, people call him uh, people call it Castle Nim. There's actually a, a subreddit dedicated to it, and there's oh a wiki God. on that subreddit that lists every single occurrence of Castle Nim. <laughs> um, but so I think what happens is a lot of times they'll use the 3D assets just straight up. They'll just plop them right in there. They might try to like color them a little bit but i think another thing that they do is that they will take a 3d asset and then draw over it so i think a lot of like the character models and stuff they take that that character asset to like get the body shape and stuff like that and then they add stuff to it to get the actual character and that might not go on forever but like the first couple initial or if they need to get a specific position or something like that they'll they'll use that that asset that to makes, give them a head start that makes a lot of sense because it doesn't see you know it obviously the emphasis is on the writing not the yeah. art yeah and there's, and there's and not a lot of like dynamic panel work or anything going on here right some of them some of them have some pretty cool stuff you, you'll find when you get through that list some of them have like real crazy art that's like you can tell they're they're putting a lot of effort into it, um, but yeah, a lot of them are are just sort of focused on the story, and so they, you know, they'll do interesting things with camera angles and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's it's fairly straightforward. Um, yeah, like like this looks, the coloring is kind of flat. They've got you know a base layer, a shade, and sometimes a highlight, but only yeah. on the hair and eyes. <laughs> and, um, and that le- that lends it to looking kind of cartoony. Yeah, it Whereas definitely has that feel. Manga is you know black and white often, and they use textures and uh, patterns to right. do the shading. But yeah, so th- with the with the focus on the story comes a lot from because so many of these are from light novels or web oh, novels okay. where they start, and so the author of the the web novel or light novel will be the one doing the adaptation, uh, the the writing of the adaptation. But then also a lot of times it's a completely different person altogether. You have one person that's doing the light novel and then they get it licensed or whatever to a team who then someone do, uh, adapts it, adapts the writing, and then someone does the drawing and coloring, editing, proofreading, all that stuff. So... As opposed to manga, where it's generally one person who's doing all of that. Now, they might have assistants here and there, but like, yeah, for the most part, the the person doing the the art is also the person who is writing it. This is interesting to me. And I know we're we're wandering from the the plot of the Kill the Villainous, but as I go, I'm... (laughs) It's a whole new... Like, I was was into webcomics when I was in high school, and... 
I kind of stayed with certain web comics and I'm familiar with a certain way they're done, which is more akin to like the newspaper strip, right. but published on a website. But the new model of distribution where you get on one of these cell phone apps and people subscribe to the app and there's just a library of comics there and somebody's probably out there scheming for light novels that they can quickly adapt. Yeah. Um, that's, that's interesting. It's a, it's a well. middle ground between that self-published web comic thing and a serialized book comic manga thing. Yeah. And I've heard that in Asia, it's a lot more common to do things via cell phone app. Yeah. And so I, it makes sense that a lot of these things have started over there and then are coming over because I have friends, mostly female friends who are into these apps and have recommended certain series to me and they all look like this. And so I'm like, no, I mean, this <laughs> is like cheap cell phone stuff. And I'm and now we gotcha. I think you have, honestly, because sitting down and reading this, like, I like this story. I'm invested in the characters. I like Eris. I didn't think I would, because I rarely like an isekai protagonist. <laughs> I, I have a feeling, I have a feeling with, with most, if not all of the ones on the list that I sent you, that you will like the protagonist. It's yeah. sort of a core thing with, with these manhwa, that the protagonist is someone that you can identify with you feel sorry for you're invested in it doesn't do them a lot of good to have someone that is that you don't care about because it's it the relationships are the central point of these yeah and she is a little bit of probably an audience self-insert like a like a bella from twilight or something like that but that's she has enough of an edge to her she has enough moments where she's plotting and in control that it's not just an insert where you let the the world move around you and you just get to be inside it it's an insert where you get to kind of be master of your domain Mm -hmm. so it's, it's that power fantasy i guess going back to that but i'm I will admit when I, st- I started it and it opens up with the montage of suicide attempts that are, that all fail in a comical way. <laughs> I was so trigger warning by the way. Yeah. That's um, what I was going to say. The The thing is, is like, I mean, I would say if someone's very sensitive to that, they should probably avoid this because it's a central theme. That said, I don't think it's done in a disrespectful way. But it's also not overly serious. No, I'd say the a, a, a content warning is apt because she's not a happy person. Yeah, and like she's very she doesn't know that if she dies she'll go back to her own world. She's just don't want to be here. Yeah, so there. There's a content warning where if you've been in that headspace, I could see this could bring up some some problematic thoughts for you. Uh, so avoid that. I don't think it's handled in the most sensitive way. Oh, definitely not. But I don't think you can do but, that and keep the story. Yeah, it's... 
I don't know. It's not an uncommon thing in, in anime, manga, and now manhwa, I guess, where that's handled a little bit more casually than it would be yeah. <laughs> in the West. It's, um, I will say, though, it gave me, and this, I don't know, for, for f- fans of my work, you will be aware that I uh, <laughs> have a soft spot for the early 2000s. <laughs> And particularly the music of the early 2000s, which was new metal-y and, and emo. And we were all very, like, edgy and cool. And and <laughs> it, she is very much that. Like, I'm, I'm living for that aesthetic she rocks. She, she gives me that, like, that Linkin Park, that My Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> um she's just like she's dealing with like her life is just high drama all the time it, it's all like themes of life and death love and loss uh everything is a calculated move and, yeah and just steeped in importance and that's that's what i i low-key come to these things for <laughs> i'm a fan of twilight i've read all the twilight books I've read many a romance novel, which started off ironic, but then became like, but you know, wouldn't it be funny if I just read the next one? Like, wouldn't that be a laugh? Uh, what if I read like maybe 10 more? <laughs> so this is a weird overlap of our interests. Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird overlap of our guilty pleasures. I well, think. and you know, I was, I was quite happy when, uh, when you were you were reading those, and then you were like, "Oh, there might be something here." I was like, "Ah, gotcha." <laughs> this this is an isekai I can get behind. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I hope that the I hope that this continues. I, I think I, I I did specifically pick the list specifically for you. I didn't just include <laughs> all of my favorites because there's a couple that aren't on there that I like a lot, but I thought that uh, probably wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't be as interesting for you so yeah i'll have to i don't know if i could keep up with quite as many as as you because i feel like oh i found one now let me just finish this and then i'll start the next one i know that's how you started but so these chapters are chapters in manhwa are generally a lot shorter than manga chapters um i generally it generally takes me between three and five minutes to read one um whereas for manga it's like you know, you know, 30, 30 pages is, you know, eight, 10 minutes, uh, 50 pages, you know, runs to like 15 minutes. So you can get through a bunch of these in half an hour. And so, you know, when there's like four that come out every day, it's, I'm not really spending that much time on it. Can I ask you an unrelated question that I've (laughs) noticed as I was, I was clicking through some of these. Okay. Maybe you have the answer. I saw a bunch of people yelling about title changes. Oh, so uh, Bato sort of sucks, like in a lot of different ways. But the big one is that, as opposed to a certain manga call index, the each group has to have their own page. Okay. So on the other like side. The- all, translation all of, group? Yeah. So on that site, all they all go together. You get a big list, and then if one chapter has multiple people who released it, it'll have like a, an indent 
and it'll list each of those separately. So you can like, so then you just have a single page. Like this series has one page. On Bato, every one gets their own page. And so you end up with like 14 different pages because people will uh, drop it and someone else will pick it up and there'll be the official release and all this kind of stuff. And then you have to go, okay, I have to follow all of these. And a lot of times what will happen is a scan later group will continue translating it even though the official one is being uploaded as well. And so now you have two that are coming out and you have to go, which one am I going to follow? Should I go with the official one? Because that one's going to keep going, presumably, and the scan layers will probably drop theirs eventually or what. And it's just like if, it, if they would just do the, the manga one where it's just all in one, you wouldn't have that problem. And so the title change stuff that people were, were talking about was is probably related to that because a lot of times they'll be like the scan later group will be like, we think this is the title because that's what it translates to. And then when it gets officially released, it'll be something different. Yeah. I saw it definitely seems to be an inside joke the way people were talking about it, but I saw a lot of people saying like, Oh, the original, oh, the other title was so much better. Why would you go with this title? Or like, Oh my God, the title stayed the same. What is this? Yeah. And I was like, why do we not know what it's called? <laughs> I'm very confused. So, but Bato does have a very active community. So shout yes, out, shout out to everybody there. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm active in the, in the comments. So you'll probably see me if you're, if you're listening to this, you, pr you probably a lot of people came from there. Honestly, um, I'll oh probably, my. probably be putting links up there. So, uh, but yeah, so, um, kill a villainous. Uh, is on tapas for real you should definitely go there and pay for it and support I'm the official sorry. release tiny spanish food what well honestly yes that's what it's <laughs> t-a-p-a-s dot i-o and there'll be a link for that uh in the description so is is that a reference to them being like easily consumed comics probably i mean i don't know for certain but I don't think tapas is a word in Korean, so. <laughs> huh. I think tapas is like the main one um, that has the most different series. I'm learning so much today. <laughs> I'm looking at this site now, and, and I'm looking at the cell phone app, and I was like, this is one of the things I was afraid of. But now I'm looking at the cell phone app with new eyes, and I'm like, oh, this is this looks like a bunch of good comics to read. Something else about Kill the Villainous, they are currently on hiatus, which is disappointing. Chapter what? 44 was the end of season one. Season? Yeah. Lots of lots of Mon would do this in season. Now, you'll see a lot of them that are literally just like less than 100 chapters long. They're like these fairly short stories, but then a lot of the longer ones will be multiple seasons. Because like I said, they're doing these once a week. I don't think the people doing these get much rest. <laughs> and so, you know, they have to they have to take a break sometimes. Hmm. So this is all fan stuff. These people aren't getting paid by a publisher or anything like the the artists or are they? I guess if they get no, 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 it's an it's, official. Yeah, then. it's official. The the tapas release, uh, I think the first four chapters or something are free. And then you then you have to pay. Hmm. So this is a whole new world. This reminds me of when I first got into anime and manga. I didn't know anything about manga publishing. <laughs> I'm just shocked to learn every new fact. Like, what do you mean? Some guy puts this together in a week. 
Have um, you ever seen one of these collected into a book? I don't even know how you do it because of how they're made to scroll. Yeah, no, I haven't. I, I would think that you'd be able to. You'd have to like purposefully select things and move things and like decide where to cut and whatnot. Um, but no, I haven't seen that. I think it's I think it's made for phone consumption as we've as we've seen. Hmm. So I I haven't really I haven't really rated the series that I'm in the middle of on here. I I for for whatever reason I've been waiting until the end and then rating it. But what I've decided to do is that at the end of each of these episodes, based on our conversation, I'm going to go ahead and rate these oh. live, except it's not live for those people, but it's live for us. So this, uh, there's a, a 10 star rate. It's actually five star, but it's, it's half star. So it's, it's one That's to how 10. I prefer it. Yes. One B they they've rated here. One is appalling two horrible, very bad, bad, average, fine, good, very good, great, and masterpiece. So for kill the villainous, I am going to give this an eight. Very Mm. good. I'd be inclined to give it an eight as well, but I have no scale for comparison. Yeah. (laughs) I have no idea if there, I would say though, if you know, everything on this list is this good, then I've, that's that's quite impressive, actually. I I th- I think they are. Now, there's there's probably ones on there that I would put farther down below this one. This is definitely one of the better ones. But I think they're all at least going to be a seven, at least for me, seven or higher. Um, if we find a six, that'll be interesting to talk about. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is this is going to be quite the adventure. This is a whole new world for me. <laughs> I'm glad I could be part of this. Well, oh, no, it's like another world for me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh we were re- reincarnated in another world instead of in the a, same world. In oh. another world where webcomics are on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I had fun with this. I hope. Uh, everybody enjoyed it um, you can let us know what you think uh, on social media and tell us if you have a series that you want us to cover uh, you can hit us up on twitter I'm at isekai sensei and Ben is at Benbo Swaggins uh, you can send an email to isekai sensei sama at gmail.com you can find us on youtube as that time I got reincarnated as an anime podcaster uh, and please rate us on your podcast platform of choice. Yes, sincerely reach out. If you're a fan of this stuff and you have recommendations or anything like you think I should read or check out, because this is like a whole new world for me. <laughs> I'm interested in the industry. I'm interested in behind the scenes. Like, if you know a lot about this, this is your opportunity to gush to someone. <laughs> uh, and if you can't get enough of Ben talking about reading things, uh, you can check out his other podcast, Words About Books. Yep. There might be some comic book content coming soonish. <laughs> but there's also manga stuff on there. So. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I have more manhwa I need to inject into my eyeballs. Cause I'll see-